0: Artificial intelligence and the unknown fate it provides makes it terrifying for many, and it's only growing. Meanwhile, my social media interaction with Becky Vardy, the wife of football legend Jamie Vardy, raises some important social topics that I want to open up in today's episode. I am Hayden Appleby, and this is Utter Truth of Hayden Appleby. Welcome, everybody. AI really is one of the strangest inventions, in my opinion. It is both extraordinary and horrifying at the same time. The benefits of it can be wonderful, while the negatives, extremely destructive, all simultaneously. And much to the surprise of some, perhaps, I am actually very cautious of the dangers that AI will inevitably pose, particularly when it's in the hands of those who don't have the best intentions. And sadly, there are a lot of them. Well, Amazon has a new AI-based announcement. They will now be using a, quote, prime air drone called the MK30, which will be coming to cities in the UK, Italy, and three locations in the United States by the end of next year, 2024. Amazon themselves describe it as, quote, unlike any other drone being used for package delivery. I don't know about you, but that is already kind of red flaggy, kind of scary to me. A drone bringing me my deliveries seems kind of mental. Well, they already seem to have had the MK27, which was the old drone they used quite sparingly. But this is essentially a new version, which can, quote, fly twice as far as previous models, featuring an improved range to serve more customers, end quote. That is, of course, a quote from Amazon themselves. Yay. And, Like the shiny and alluring image of all artificial intelligence on the surface, in my opinion, with its manipulative marketing tactics, it is not only expanding to more locations, as just mentioned, but Amazon will ensure that deliveries arrive at your door in less than, not one day, not less than 12 hours, less than one hour. Again, How wonderful this all sounds for all the naive youngsters who just find one day delivery too long to wait. So overall, once again, civil liberties may be at risk in the name of convenience. But not just liberty. Employment too. We talk about all the risks associated with artificial intelligence being about it taking control, about it becoming biased, becoming even conscious... Us being tracked and monitored through digital ID essentially on a regular basis, but rarely do we acknowledge the sheer loss of careers that AI will potentially cause. There are over 275,000 Amazon delivery drivers all of which, I would assume, are working-class people who most likely just want to earn a living and will likely be terminated. One by one, as drones that move a whole lot quicker than they could ever be capable of moving, take their places and take their careers. Is that ethical? Is that advanced? Is that modernised and progressive? I don't think so. At the same time, in crazy AI world, Another conspiracy theory has come true. That seems to take place quite regularly, actually. You see, a few weeks ago, a company called, quote, Humane, rather ironically, released what is being referred to as an AI pin. And it is essentially a device that costs upwards of around $700. And when attached to your clothes somewhere, turns the palm of your hand into a screen. No, I'm not joking, no, I'm not spreading misinformation. Take a look at this. Are we witnessing the end of the iPhone? This AI pin has just dropped. Its makers claim it will fully replace your smartphone and its screen, instead using voice commands with a projector that can turn your hand into a touch screen. The Square Magnet can clip to your clothes and it'll get to know you pretty well, apparently sending messages that can sound just like you. Your message to Andrew says I'll be there later tonight. That's because it will harness the power of AI. It's going to cost you roughly 560 quid and there's also a monthly subscription on top. So are you about to ditch your iPhone and its screen for this little AI pin? No, 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 I'm, I'm really not. Once again, there are some who will simply see this, like the dystopian drone setup that we just acknowledged, as just a convenient practical investment, failing to acknowledge that it is exactly what all those crazy conspiracy theorists have been warning about. Technology magnetized onto your hand. Somehow, I am not convinced that something so modern and awesome won't be used by government, the CIA, the FBI, and the many other government agencies and factions to track us. When they are literally suggesting that we can send texts on the palm of our hand, I don't think that is a super unreasonable or conspiratorial suggestion to make. I don't know about you. And it isn't just fringe conspiracy theorists who are sharing doubts about such systems, Some of the most intelligent, successful, technologically superior, frankly, people on the planet have a whole host of criticisms regarding AI. For example, the renowned physicist and one of literally the smartest men to ever live, Stephen Hawking, admitted that, quote, unless we learn how to prepare for and avoid the potential risks, AI could be the worst event in the history of our civilization. It brings dangers like powerful autonomous weapons or new ways for the few to oppress the many. It could be and it could bring great disruption to our economy. End quote. In addition, while speaking with Rishi Sunak, the unelected UK Prime Minister, Elon Musk, who is, by the way, one of the richest men in the world and the founder of Tesla, said that AI will eventually create a situation where, quote, No job is needed, no matter how much we hope to progress socially and technologically, ladies and gentlemen. AI will never beat the beauty of humanity. Judith Donath from Harvard University's Berkman Center for Internet and Society said that, quote, by 2030, most social situations will be facilitated bots. At home, parents will engage skilled bots to help kids with homework and catalyze dinner conversations. At work, bots will run meetings. A bot will be considered essential for psychological well-being, and we will increasingly turn to such companions for advice, such as what to wear and who to marry." My friends, God did not create humans and the beauty of human connection for it to be taken away from us by literal robots. Dystopia becomes increasingly true as a reality with every day that passes on this great planet, but so do those who are waking up. I argue that we should reject the increasing dangers in regard to AI in particular that are masquerading as advancements. Next up, and staying on the topic of our current cultural changes, I really want to touch on the over-sexualized culture that we are currently living in, particularly in the West, here, which is actually being encouraged by a lot of female celebrities. We had the obvious ones like Cardi B, maybe even Taylor Swift. And interestingly, I had a little online disagreement with one of them, Rebecca Vardy or Becky Vardy. If you don't know who she is, she is the wife of football legend Jamie Vardy and has quite a following on social media herself with over 400 followers on Instagram. And she has also been on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, the reality show, etc, etc. Which is why I think it is a shame that with such a large platform, she isn't necessarily using it for all the good it could be used for. You see at the start of this month, Becky Vardy essentially posted a naked photo of herself on social media where she is stood, and I'm not exaggerating here, I'm not using harsh terminology or being misinformed. She is fully butt-naked in the photo, I'm not even going to show it on YouTube, with her back to the camera. At first, I wasn't really sure if this would be banned off Instagram or if it would be allowed, but it turns out, It hasn't been banned after a few weeks. And a few people have commented, essentially, suggesting that, you know, her being kind of tucked away in the shadows in the corner of the photo might be why Instagram haven't flagged it, etc. But she is nonetheless butt naked in the photo. So I added a little comment saying, quote, Why? You're a middle-aged woman, you're a wife and a mother. Consider your family and the embarrassing effect public nudity has on them. Which I think is a fair statement. Anyway, she responded with a load of laughing emojis, which I didn't expect, saying, quote, my God, keep on moving if you don't like it, but clearly you are here, so... dot dot dot, obviously suggesting that I am enjoying her naked body for some reason. So despite her being a married woman, she obviously finds it very amusing to suggest that other guys on the internet might be enjoying her nude photo that is circulating on the internet. So I find this incredibly interesting. Not just because it's insane, you know, a married woman would never stand on a stage and strip butt naked in front of nearly half a million people, but also because of what it speaks to. Some may say, what does it matter, Hayden, you know? If her husband's okay with it, which we could suggest he probably is, because he put a heart emoji in the comments, and you know, she wants to exercise her autonomy, which I love so she can. So what is there to moan about, Hayden? Which is a fair point. I'm quite libertarian myself with a lot of things. I believe in free will. I'm not a lefty Karen who's going to start sparking outrage or screaming, so don't worry. But while I think it's personally inappropriate to post this publicly on a platform with kids on, if it doesn't you know, violate Instagram's rules, then whatever. What can I do? I'm simply commenting on the fact that this is one of many examples to young women in modern Western culture that are simply unhealthy to me. The idea that if you strip naked on the internet and show your ass to over 100,000 men, it's somehow super empowering. It's not, especially if you are already married, And I believe that a lot of women are getting caught in this trap of what I call modern day feminism, where it is suggested that you should essentially sell your body and take all your clothes off instead of settling down with one man and being respectful to him and his boundaries, which is portrayed as somehow degrading. Besides, imagine how mortifying this could be for her children. Has she considered that? It seems not. And look, You empower yourself however you please, Becky, if you're watching this, which I'm sure you're not. But this just isn't positive to me. Because, of course, I'm a little far-right oppressor. (laughs) Anyway, very quickly, before we round up the episode, everybody, I just wanted to announce that, very coincidentally, perhaps, after we discussed Derek Chauvin, the convicted killer of George Floyd, in the last episode on Friday, it was then announced on Saturday morning here in the UK that he had been stabbed in prison. Some sources are suggesting that he will survive the attack, but ultimately we will see. This is all kind of coincidental in my opinion. You can deliberate on that yourself, but it's also kind of all the information we have at this time. But after considering we just discussed it in the last episode, I did want to mention it before concluding. So, That is all the time we have left today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you leave informed because ultimately that is what I hope for. And please do donate at the link in the description down below to support the work of independent journalism and media. And you can also click the video on screen if you enjoyed this one to watch another episode. Thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do and have a wonderful rest of your week.